Uh, man, Christmas Eve was amazing last week. Can, can we just give the Lord some praise on that? It's incredible. Um, and then I'll, I'll announce a few things since Nicole did. Next set Sunday, we start a 21-day fast as a church, corporately fasting. Um, Jensen Franklin has a lot of stuff on fasting. If you're interested, just, just tap into some of his stuff. And uh, it may not have to be food. Biblically, it was typically food. Um, but it could be social media. It could be just trading time or trading something for more godly things. So if that's food, maybe your lunch hour becomes Bible reading or worship or, or something like that. Uh, if it's social media, when you usually scroll or, or do the shorts, maybe you're in your word or something. Uh, but anyway, we start that next week. Uh, we're looking for new life group leaders. Um, man, Mike and Ty would love to have a few new life groups launched. I know Financial Peace University is going to be taking um, uh, registrations really soon to start at the end of January. And then one last thing. Did you guys receive a Bible reading plan today and a bookmark? If you didn't, on your way out, you can get one, and Oasis Bible Study. They've got a cool thing coming up in the future, Genesis to Jesus, but they wanted to just pass out to the church a Bible reading plan that you can read the Bible uh, all the way through in one year, so there's a plan to do that. So Matt and the team and Dad and a few others had that idea for the Bible reading plan. So, all right, thank you. Thank you, guys. All right, today's service. So we started with just intimate worship. We've done some reflection and thankfulness. Um, just a couple things. This is what we do on our last year of the of, uh, last Sunday of the year. Is now we just move into some testimonies, some declarations for next year. We'll do communion as a church and dismiss. So uh, we should have you out of here by the eight o'clock game tonight. All right, it should be all right. And um, you know Ohio State's done. Browns are into the playoffs. So who cares about any other football this week? I don't, there, I heard there's a team from the North playing tomorrow. I don't even know if that's true, but uh, anyway. <laughs> for once, I'm rooting for Michigan. Like Jason, Jason's a Bengals fan, and Jason's like, I don't know what the world's come to. I'm rooting for the Browns right now and Michigan, all in the same time. I don't know what's happening. But uh, anyway, uh, I, I just want to talk about testimonies just for a brief moment. Uh, a testimony is something that the Lord's done. It's a church word for basically a story about his glory. And a testimony is very cool because it awakens our faith and it does something in us to know that, it, that God is capable of that and he'll do it again. So a testimony is, is also a prophecy that he'll continue to do this, maybe even greater, and go on. So Revelations 12, 11 says this, And they have, over, they have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, for they love not their lives unto death. So it's this thing that we are, we, we are made overcomers or we conquer the enemy. We conquer things by Jesus' blood, what he did, and by the word of our testimony, what he does in us, through us, and around us. So those, those are the two ways. It's very powerful. So we've asked a few people to come up. You can come up now if I, if I asked you this morning um, to come up. You can come up on stage here. We've asked just a few people to share their testimonies. Devin, you can come on up of what the Lord's done this year. I know there were some pretty impactful things. And some things I just felt like God said, ask them, and, uh, and, and they'll share. So um, we'll just start right to left here. Oh, boy. Oh, um, we have Josh, and Josh has a pretty powerful word, and um, Josh just got off duty from Columbus Fire, uh, but I know the Lord has done some amazing things in his life, and Nate and Audrey, we, we know they have big news, but they've done, God has just done some things in their life, and Jack, I felt like the Lord said, ask one of the youth boys, and Jack said, I'm willing, 
So I know obviously God's done something. And Dev has this incredible story about what the Lord did through him uh, t- with his family this year. And then um, we have this amazing couple that's going to share uh, their one-year story of being in Upper Room. So happy one-year anniversary. Last year, last week, um, Jeff and Danielle approached me to like, we've been here one year now. And uh, we talked about that and got to celebrate that a little bit. But we'll just start. And uh, Zig Ziglar, I took a sales course from him. Be good, be brief, be gone. So, uh, <laughs> so please, I'm not going to hold the mic, even though I'm, I'm, I'm avoiding a pastoral rule right now. I'm going to give you the mic, but please be brief, be good, and then I'll take back over. All right. Uh, my name is Josh. Um, just recently got home from Syria back in September. Um, the year started off uh, unlike most, where uh, we got attacked right at the beginning of the year. Um, Somehow, some way, not a single person got hurt, and that's kind of how our year started. Um, that was my first deployment uh, since I've been sober, so, you know, I didn't know what I was going to come home to or how I was going to act when I got home, but as of the 27th, I just hit my 1,000th day sober. But, uh, yeah, it's nice waking up and not having uh, regret. And um, But something pretty cool just happened a few days ago. Uh, Christmas is always really rough for me. My family's kind of all over the country or, you know, different lifestyles. And I came down a few weeks ago and talked to Steve Justice. I'm not sure if he's here or not. Um, about being, you know, pretty upset about not really being with my side of the family. Now, I have a great wife, great uh, in-laws that took me in immediately and treated me like family um, but Steve prayed for me and now two days later my uncle who's a big idol for me um, he asked me to come over for Christmas Eve um, and then and then again and uh you know, my wife, being the woman she is, she dropped everything and made sure we got to go, and uh, we get to go again tonight. Um, so, without God and without uh, you know everybody here praying, I I wouldn't be in this position. So, thank you, God. Uh, I'm Nathan Carnum. Uh, I've been coming to Upper Room for a couple years now, and. Uh, I really do feel like this year, God has done so much for my life. Not only uh, the spiritual growth, because that's really what I pressed into last year at the beginning of the year. I I pretty much put everything natural to the side, and I was like, I'm pressing into Jesus. And uh, the verse, you know, I was praying, uh, and uh, the verse that came to my heart was uh, Jeremiah 29, 13. Uh, Seek for me wholeheartedly, and you'll find me. And I... uh, you know, I really believe that for everybody here in this room. Like, if you press into Jesus, uh, he'll meet you where you're at. And, uh, you know, I mean, we're looking forward to getting married this year. And uh, that's a little I've uh, been on my heart for a, long, for a long time. But I give, God, give all the glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And uh, I praise him until the day I die. Thank you. So pretty amazing. You seek God, you press into God spiritually, and then the Lord gives you a girlfriend and a fiance. So, yeah, praise God. 
Well, I'm Jack Rowe. Um, at the start of 2023, I was very busy. I had just event after event after event, and I didn't get a whole lot of rest. Um, and a really funny thing happened at camp the first night. I broke my ankle. And so I couldn't, I couldn't do any of like the events or anything. I just had to sit and watch. But that was actually really what I needed, was to sit and watch and talk to people that I've never talked to before. Because instead of um, being active and running around with my friends or whatever, I was just sitting. And so I'd talk to people that were around me that I never think to talk to. And that was really great. And it also encouraged me to journal, which I haven't journaled quite as much as I have this year, and that was really cool too. Hey guys, my name is Devin Martin. We've been coming up a room for a little over a year. Um, my whole family and I, we were raised as atheists. Um, none, no, no one in my family believed in the Lord or, or anything really. Um, I, me and my wife, we came to the Lord about three years ago. Um, and as soon as that happened, the Lord put it on my heart to start ministering to my family. Um, I got three brothers and I got my mom and my stepdad. Um, so earlier at the beginning of this year, my sister told me that she wanted to like learn more about the Lord and she wanted to come to the Lord and she wanted to get baptized. And I was like, wow, okay, great. Um, so yeah. the, um, they didn't have a church and I was gonna be going over there to visit in a couple weeks. So I was like, you want me to baptize you? I mean, I never done that before. Um, so she said yes. And then that opened up dialogue um, with my mom and my mom wanted to get baptized too. Um, and I mean, <laughs> I'd been ministering to them, you know, for a few years, but really a lot of the ministry was in prayer, and a lot of you have all been faithful in prayer for my family, too. Um, so it's really just been the Lord. Um, and finally, my stepdad wanted to get baptized, too. So, and he grew, he grew up in India, and he grew up Hindu. So it's, it's been quite a huge thing. So they've, they've all been baptized. I baptized them a few months ago. And they're all at church right now. And now they're ministering to the rest of my family who aren't believers that are at church with them today. So, so it's... But it's, the Lord's been faithful, surprise. And uh, it's been great. So the power of prayer. Thanks, guys. So as this was uh, kind of transpiring, De Devin reached out to me. He's like, hey... Can I meet? I think we're going to baptize some people, and I don't, what are the rules? So, so we met, and uh, man, there's some amazing pictures on his Facebook page if you want to see um, that side of the family. And, and his stepdad is in like all these metal bands, and he's like a guitar player. So we know that the Lord is just going to use him to spread the gospel in that culture and in that realm. So Devin, man, I was so happy when I saw those, but look on his Facebook page. The pictures are beautiful. Uh, like Aaron said, I'm Jeff Butts, and this is my wife, Danielle. She's been up here before in March. I was busy serving the Lord in the Bahamas in the cold because <laughs> someone has to do it. Um, but yeah, we've been here at Upper Room for uh, just over a year now, uh, kind of December last year. Uh, we were coming out of a season of just the Lord calling us to do something different, uh, something un uncomfortable for us, uh, where really obedience was what was expected of us and what he called us to uh, and it's just coming into a season of uh, we need to 
to be able to be at church. I'm a, a dean of students uh, at Troy Christian Elementary, and I run our chapels. So uh, really just not quite burnout, but but tired. And we needed a place where we could just be for a while. Uh, and our connection to here was, was really my connection with Aaron and Nicole through school and having had the girls. Uh, and we have just been hugely blessed and uh, grown this year. There's been spots where it hasn't been the easiest year, but uh, it's one of those where we, we see the growth that has happened. Uh, and uh, it, the Lord has definitely used this place and this setting and these relationships for that to happen. Um, when we first came to visit, actually Jeff and the kids came the first week and he called me afterwards and he's like, Danielle, I think this is where we're supposed to be. And I was like, okay. So then I came and we just sat back here. I know where we were sitting and I just sat there and prayed. I was like, God, send us the spiritual community we need right now. And he did. He brought us here. And I think God has just done some amazing things in our hearts here and just where we were at in our spiritual walk and where upper room is and we have just loved it so much we're so thankful for you guys and we're thankful for the worship and the leadership and um, we know without a doubt this is where god has brought us for this season so we're grateful thanks we are just as thankful for you you guys have become friends and they are encouragers and Jeff, he'll send me a text about once a week, and we kind of check in with each other and occasionally meet for lunch. And I, um, I will occasionally go in. Nicole will be listening to some audio thing, and it's Danielle going through her day and just her week and how things are. And then they do this back and forth, so they become friends. So thank you, guys. It's a blessing to us as well. All right, here's what we're going to do. Before we go for a wild uh, celebration of Jesus for 23 in a moment, will you just, somewhere, someone around you or near you share, they need their faith increased. So just for a moment, I'm going to set some space. If you're watching online, you can just do this online and type it in. Will you just share a testimony about 23 and you? Just what did the Lord do? Just, just share that for a moment between you guys. Just share a brief testimony. What did God do? What has he done in this year for you? Give you a moment just to wrap that up. All right. Take take yourself back of several weeks. Do you guys remember the thankful clicker? We passed those out. 
And, and I, think, I think sometimes we want that big story that's up here, right? We want that thing to where we led our entire family to Jesus and baptized them, or, or we want that sobriety or whatever. And I think in that, and sometimes chasing after the thing, we lose track and we lose sight of just the simplicity of the things to be thankful for, the simple things, life, health, family, warm homes, food, those, those most basic things. And, and as we move into the declarations here in a second, I, I think 2023 was like a tree, all right? And uh, I'm going to get a little corny on you here. It, it was like a tree and, and there was fruit, right? Some of us had amazing fruit. Some of us like, oh, give me some more fruit. This 2023 is the best year ever. But yet we may have been around people that it was the worst year ever. And it was challenging. And that fruit was rotten and it was nasty. And we're picking it up off the ground. We're like, but if you remember, I, I preached a message and I think I talked about my childhood working at an apple farm. And we would even take the rotten fruit and the stuff off the ground and all the nasty stuff and grind it up, squeeze it out, and still make apple cider. Now, sometimes that stuff, that version of apple cider was a little more bitter, all right? But there's still something from that, and you still grow even from the bad fruit. So no matter if your year was good or if it was bad, it was still like a tree, and, and we get to grow from that. And uh, I think it's time here in a minute just to declare that, that 2024 will be for the more, though. It will be open doors. It will be to restore. I, I can go along rhyming, but anyway, can we, for 2023, though, can we just give God, like, the most wild cheer and yelling and just go ecstatic right now? Yeah. All right, one, two, three. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. All right, now we're going to declare some things, and we're going to do this kind of a fun style, uh, the way we kind of just did a little while ago for thankfulness. And we're going to just declare things popcorn style here in a minute. And then we're going to have Amy. She leads our intercessory prayer uh, ministries and kind of oversees that. We're going to have her just like seal it with Christ's blood, all right, all these declarations. But, but there's something, there's power in the spoken word. The Bible says, and it talks a lot about the, the life and death and the power of the tongue. And there's power in declaration. There's, there's power in decreeing and declaring things. And there's power in that spoken word and making it evident and knowing that God is behind it and going to do something. If we think about Psalm 63, here's David in a time of wilderness, a time of, of being distraught and, and down, but he's focusing on who the Lord is. And he's making these decrees and these declarations based on the goodness of God, not his situation. And so although 23 may have been hard, we can declare things for the more for 2024. And we can press into this and know that God is still going to use even the junk of 23 to be good for 24. He works all things to the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. So there's this power in this. And if you think about the power of those declarations, you think about the power of the tongue. And, and I, I was just thinking, like, what are some examples of this? I always love to give an example in this day. And uh, last year I, I talked about a colonel who played golf with his mind's eye as a POW uh, in Vietnam, right? And then he comes out and, and just kills that game and, and, and did the best that uh, he had ever done. But anyway, Winston Churchill and the power of his speeches before battle. If you think about uh, the I have a dream speech and those declarations that Martin Luther King Jr. made and then what, what came of it. If you think about even Moses, I have, you know, let my people go, right? These declarations and, and these things. But even like to the point of the practical thing that all the cool people have, an iPhone. If you think about Steve Jobs, he said, he said, I'm going to create a device that is a phone, an iPod, and an internet source all in one that people rely on and will need. 
How many can hardly live without this thing? He, he did it. He didn't create something new, but he declared that, and, and that's what it's become. And there's something in the power of the declared word, and specifically for those of us who are in faith. And if you think about the, you know, you, you look at Caleb, and you look at Joshua, who came back, and they saw the promised land, and they said, no, this, we, we can do this, right? It's full of milk and honey. You should have seen the size of the grapes the people were carrying. Now, the other spies that didn't, they, they came back doomsday, right? And they didn't declare anything like, oh, no, that army's too big, it's too vast. But if you think about it, as we move forward in that story, Joshua and Caleb were the only two to make it to the next generation to see the promised land. There's something in the power of the spoken word. So that's what we're going to do right now, uh, just popcorn style, any way you want. Something you want to declare and see happen in 2024. And I'll, I'll, I'll start. I want to see our children and children's children saved, set free, and living for Jesus. And yours, all of us. So that, I'll start. Go ahead. Somebody else's turn. <laughs> Keep going. I'm just kidding. Somebody grab James Cullen. I think he's out there. 
Tian and Angie, on the count of three, will you just yell out financial freedom? Angie's our treasurer, and uh, Tian and Angie are getting ready to start a Financial Peace University class here. So uh, financial freedom on three. One, two, three. All right. James. James leads our Celebrate Recovery. All right. 2024, we're making declarations. Will you just scream out like freedom from addiction on three? You guys ready? We can join him. One, two, three. Freedom from addiction. Healing and hurts, habits, and hangups, right? Yep. Amen. Okay. I'm going to ask Amy to come up. And uh, man, whatever else is boiling in you and you want to declare, just, just put it in your heart, put it in your mind's eye. Spoke, speak it out, whatever. Uh, Amy's going to seal these with, with Jesus. Um, can we stand and do this? I want to elaborate on destinies, um, just to give you a little background as, as we um, get ready to close this out. When we built this building here around 12 to 13 years ago, um, we, we needed to pay for these chairs, so people sponsor them. They bought, I think they were 30 bucks a piece, and people could pay for the chairs on, on behalf of people they wanted to see fill them. And, and Destiny, how many chairs did you buy? About 25, okay. That's a, that's a large deposit. But what I want to take note, and it might not be happening as fast as you want, it's been 12 years, but Nate, who stood up here with his fiance Audrey, is her brother, and is now in one of those chairs that she bought uh, years ago. So there is, there's, it's seeds, and, and I'm telling you guys, don't be discouraged or dismayed by what you see. God is doing things, and he's good. But we're going to seal these declarations uh, with Christ. After this, yeah. All right, so, Lord, we just thank you. We enter with thanksgiving, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the declarations spoken in this house, Lord. Those, uh, those promises yet to be fulfilled, Lord, we stand on your promises and your truth of who you are, who you say you are, Lord. And I ask, Lord, that the desires of each of the people in here, their hearts would be met this year, Lord. I just declare myself just for this next year at Upper Room, true repentance for any places we've missed the mark, Lord. I declare reconciliation for all relationships and families, Lord. I declare just amazing provision for upper room in the building of this house, Lord, for your kingdom. And Lord, I ask, Lord, that no weapon formed against us will prosper, that the enemy can't penetrate anything spoken here, that he has no eyes and ears to hear or see what's happening here, that we're hidden under your wings, Lord. And I just thank you and praise you for all that you've already done for each one of us here, that we have breath, we have life. I declare healings. Gene Burks, I'm speaking your name out in the name of Jesus. Um, you will be healed in 24. And I thank you, Lord, for your goodness and ask that you just continue to bless us and keep us as we go into the new year, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. <laughs> I'm going to ask my wife and the daughters that are not serving in kids ministries that join us. I think I got a couple serving in kids ministry. Um, but we're going to do communion now. So if you need communion, uh, will you just raise your hand if you need the compliments? They'll, they'll pass those out. Um, so just grab communion. We're, we're going to take a moment here.
Yesterday, I took down my Christmas lights at my house. I don't know if anybody else was on that, uh, that, that train this weekend. I saw Nick doing his as well. Um, but I was on the roof of my house. I was at the chimney. I took a communion thing up there. And I was like, I want to do communion over my home and my property and, and just all of that. So I went up there. No, I'm not Santa Claus. But I was on the roof, and I was at the chimney. And I was like, I just began to release God's body that, that he, he was broken for my home, my marriage, my family, um, our region to be whole, right? And then I took the blood and the juice, and I, I drank it, and then I, like, splashed it on my chimney. I know this is kind of weird, but that was the center chimney of our house. We have, we have three. We had a, our house was built in the 1830s, so we would have had a total of six fireplaces in our home, but that middle one would have been structural support. So I just felt like the Lord's like, man, cover it with, your, with, with my blood. So that's what I did, and I felt like that today is just like, Man, his body was broken for us, for the body, his body to be whole. For all, even those who don't know him yet, he was broken for them to be whole, for them to know him. And as we do this, we'll do it in remembrance to him, but his blood is powerful. His blood is so powerful, and, and we're, we're not only sealing up last year, but we're pushing into next year that his blood covers it from, from back in time to, to, to the future of time. Like his blood, is, it, it's, it speaks a powerful word. It, 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 is, it is more powerful than anything else on this earth. And, uh, and it covers us, his blood cleanses us, and his blood connects us. So do you want to do the body? So Lord, thank you for sending your son um, to die for me, for us. We recognize the sacrifice. And Lord, I just pray that this would be an indicator for a deep, deep, deep revelation, understanding of what your body means for us. Lord, like just taking this this morning as we remember you and we thank you, supernaturally we also gain deep, deep revelation, understanding of your body and how it was broken for us. And we just... We honor you, we thank you, and we declare that because of what you've done, we get to walk in wholeness and freedom in Jesus' name. Can you hold the blood over your head? Sometimes we do this. It just covers us all. Lord, we thank you for the blood. We thank you for the blood that was shed for us the blood that poured out of your hands, your, your nailed feet, Lord, the crown from your head that, that pierced it, Lord, your pierced side, every bit of the whipping you received, Lord, was the blood that you shed for us to cleanse us, to purify us, to cover us, Lord, Lord, and to connect us into covenant with you. We thank you for the power of your blood, and we thank you for covering everything. We thank you that it is under your blood. Everything is under your blood. We thank you. We do this and we remember the blood you paid for us. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Well, Happy New Year. We're so thankful that you joined us today, that you ended this year um, this way with us. And uh, man, we're excited. Next year we cast our vision for the year. And uh, we invite you. Um, we're real, we're vulnerable, we're transparent. And um, I'm excited to push into John 21 next year. And uh, for the fire, the fish, and the bread. 
So join us next year. We're going to start next week with 21 days of fasting and just pursuing the Lord, putting him first. Uh, but be safe tonight. Uh, enjoy your family, your time, whatever you choose to do to celebrate the new year. Uh, but God bless you. Happy New Year. And uh, man, may his face shine upon you. God bless you guys.